Hi there, Harry from Witch here. Our research has found that millions of families are skipping meals to survive the cost of living crisis. And our figures show that over 8 in 10 people in the UK are having to make adjustments to save money on food. With the price of essential products soaring, we believe that supermarkets have to step up to the plate to help us all. That's why we've launched the Affordable Food for All campaign, calling on the big supermarkets to take action and make a real difference to communities across the UK. If you agree and would like to join our campaign, then sign our petition at witch.co.uk slash affordable dash food and use the hashtag affordable food for all on social media. Thank you. Hello and welcome to the Witch Shorts podcast. I'm Rob Lilly and thanks for tuning in for another episode. Now this is your last chance to submit questions for our special festive episode we'll be releasing between Christmas and New Year. If you've got anything you want answering on any of the topics that we've covered in any of our previous episodes here on Witch Shorts, then please do email us and that email podcasts at witch.co.uk. That's podcasts at witch.co.uk, and please get them in as soon as possible. Now, we're feeling especially festive on the podcast this week as we head to the Netherlands and a tourist destination that few have heard of that takes on a life of its own come Christmas time. To read us this article, originally written by Ellen Himmelfarb, I'll hand you over to Laura Sanders. At first glance, Daventer's Market Square is mystifyingly large for a population of 100,000. Surrounded by Golden Age townhouses, the area, known as the Brink, could swallow Amsterdam's Dam Square twice over and still have room for more cafe tables. You could spend an afternoon gazing at Baroque gables on wonky facades or hopping from one cosy wine bar to the next and you still won't scratch the surface. Scars of the past are everywhere here, in ghost signs, old hand-painted advertising relics, hotels from ancient scaffolds, and a 16th century way station designed like a Teutonic castle, now a Bijou History Museum. At the heart of a town few Britons have heard of, inhaling the scent of freshly baked bread, you feel as though you're part of a small, exclusive club. Then winter approaches and that sprawling five-acre square is suddenly just the right size. Daventer's moment on the world stage begins around the second weekend of December with the entrance of the first Ebenezer Scrooge, a Mr Pickwick and a Tiny Tim. Over the course of the weekend, the city's pluckiest citizens, nearly a thousand of them, dust off their top hats and monocles, light their churchwarden pipes and cosplay as characters from Charles Dickens' most famous works. The population more than doubles as visitors walk the festival route through the historic Bergwartier, trussed up to pass for Victorian London. Carolers fill the brink with song, vendors in bonnets dispense mauled wine, and the Christmas market bursts into life. The free two-day event is so weirdly transporting, merely glancing down at your out-of-place jeans induces a bout of culture shock.
Daventer has held the English in high esteem since the city's foundation in the 8th century. It was then that English missionary Lebanese built a wooden church by the Legisle River, which, over centuries, became the dramatic St. Lebanese Church. As a monument, Lebanese Kirk is hard to upstage, but the annual Dickens Festival is next level. What began in 1991 as a playful gimmick to lure shoppers to the area around Christmas has become the world's preeminent Dickens homage. The merchant responsible is a collector of Dickens paraphernalia. The author himself, ironically, never set foot in the place. The festival kicks off a month of smaller Christmas markets throughout the season, selling handcrafted decorations, jewellery and local delicacies. By the new year, the fairy-lit stools and spectre of Dickensian England have dissipated, but Daventer is no less enchanting in the grey midwinter than the merriest eggnog-soaked market day, more so even in the quiet. Here, it seems the finest Dutch architecture has been distilled into a dramatic square mile of cobble. Compared with the industrious coast, there's a refreshing backwards vibe here. But it wasn't always this way. Daventer was a Hanseatic trading giant due to its position on the Legisle, a sailing highway to the North Sea. And it was an early adopter of the printing press, publishing its first book in 1477, a year before Oxford. Erasmus studied Latin at St. Lebanese. A few centuries later, Daventer simply stopped growing. When I asked the bartender at the beloved taproom De Hex what keeps the city ticking today, he suggests it's the popular honey cake sold at a bakery on the brink. Then he thinks some more. We also design heating systems, but for me, its appeal lies in the medieval centre. At Riesterborger Park, a serpentine lake dripping with willows is a vestige of the star-shaped moat added in the 16th century to protect the city walls. A cafe on the island at its centre pipes in birdsong and serves Dutch apple pie on the heated terrace overlooking the Peacock House. A footbridge leads out to the meandering streets, where every building has a frilly gable, Art Nouveau engraving, modernist ziggurat or golden age gargoyle. Fish-shaped waterspouts slide down the facades and shop signs date back centuries. On Burstestraat, a modern town hall faced in gold butts up against its 400-year-old predecessor. The glassy performing arts theatre is built into the ancient ramparts. At the dock beyond it, a tiny ferry collects pedestrians for the two-minute river crossing. You could walk the distance over the Wilhelmina Bridge watching cattle roam the grassy riverbank, but the ferry adds to that sense of adventure. Daventer governs a bucolic swathe of shoreline across the Legisle with a Victorian-era windmill, a tree-lined cycle path and a small residential village where each home hoists a Netherlands flag over the door. At the Meadow Cafe, cobbled together from shipping crates and bright bunting, families huddle under woolly blankets with mugs of hot chocolate and fruity cocktails. In the summer, Meadow offers boat hire for trips along the Legisle, but the view is its main draw, practically unchanged since Dickens' time. He might even have been inspired to write about it. Thank you to Laura for reading us that piece, and thanks too to Ellen Himmelfarb as well, the author behind that original article published in the November issue of The Witch Travel magazine.
We should say that London to Deventer by rail takes five and a half hours, but a Eurostar train from London St Pancras to Amsterdam Central from £78 return and then hop on an intercity train towards Enschede and Deventer is the penultimate stop on that line, taking about 90 minutes to reach and tickets start at around £25 return. Alternatively, you can fly to Amsterdam Schiphol with EasyJet and take the same intercity train from the airport station. Remember, you can find more articles you'll find useful every day on everything from money and technology to home and garden advice by signing up to one of our many free email newsletters. And you can do that at witch.co.uk forward slash newsletters. We'll be back next week for another episode of Witch Shorts. And thanks for listening. Witch Shorts was produced by me, Rob Lilly, while the exec producer was Angus Farker. <laughs>